guys we're continuing with the classroom organization and this time we're going to talk a little bit about organizing teacher files now if you have school issued um, stuff create a separate space for resources that you don't use but must keep that's the first thing I want to say because we're going to tackle all of your papers and all the stuff that teachers collect over time and the first thing we're going to start talking about is decluttering you want to declutter first you want to purge you need a keep pile a donate pile and a recycle pile because there are you know we do become paper hoarders we think we're going to use it some day or uh, just in case but there are a lot of things that we keep so long that they're torn they're smudged they're they don't look as nice and neat as they used to and we just need to get rid of that and start fresh okay um, I always organized my stuff in binders um, some use file cabinets still uh, and file folders some use teachers are using binders and I did see where uh, some teachers are using things that are about the size of a binder but it's a bin that way they can put all their papers in the bin but also all of those little things that go with the lesson they can put in there as well and then it all gets stored together just depends on your style and but those are all great ideas um, but using binders to organize teaching resources, it's, it's great, but a simple tool for classroom organization and management. Now they are perfect for organizing your teaching units and lesson plans, as well as for creating student portfolios, collecting documents for your teacher evidence binder, uh, housing meeting notes and about a million other things binders are ideal because they offer the flexibility to move papers around especially if you use the page protectors you can move papers around and you always can see just by turning the pages uh, what's there without your papers slipping and sliding out of sequence and and being messy um, They are durable. You can add additional pockets for sorting, holding pens, and other tools. Um, and best of all, you can customize them by inserting your own cute little covers and spines. And teachers pay teachers have a lot of cute decorative stuff for themes that you can put as cover uh, covers for your binders to be really super cute. And the little spine will match the front and be super super cute uh, there's so many cute things on teacher pay teacher that are actually very helpful to teachers and very fun for the classroom now to organize lesson plans you can get a large size three ring binder with index dividers for different sections and plastic sleeves to hold permanent documents you won't have to change you know and you don't have to take you won't have 
those little gray circles from where you punched holes when you make copies. If your school administrator requires that you use a particular kind of lesson plan book, you can still put this in your binder so all of your information stays together. Or if they are um, made out of paper, they can the binder the where the staples are can be cut and it can still be put in page protectors or or uh, put in. But with this three-wing binder, you can create a customized lesson plan book that meets the specific needs of your classroom. It should contain everything related to planning for your academic day, uh, including a classroom schedule, school activity calendar, weekly group, lesson plans, individual student plans, student services schedules for easy reference, you can even create a title page for the front. Checklists for materials. Now for student work, here are some tips in the classroom that you can use for student work. Um, plastic bins, like plastic dish pans, you can put them on a bookcase to hold finished work at, for each period or subject. They work well because they easily fit regular sized pieces of paper without them bending or curling up. Now, folders in file boxes, try putting these out on your bookshelf as well. As your students finish papers, they can file them in their own folder so you can grade them at the end of the day or during planning time. Now, also there's plastic pockets. These can be hung on the wall to store completed student work. If your class is small, you can hang a separate pocket for each child. Or you can hang nylon file pocket holders. Readily available in school supply catalogs, these holders are a good way to hang folders where students can easily reach them. Now, file crates are great. You can fill the crate with hanging folders for all the different school periods or subject areas. As children complete assignments, they're in charge of filing their own work in the folder. Now you can spend the first few weeks of school getting all of this, teaching all of this to your students. That, if you really uh, get them in the habit of doing it and just stay on it, you can teach them how to do this. This creates a convenient, portable system for you, and if you teach it well, it will be automatic with the students, whether you have a substitute or not. Uh, file folders labeled with a to-do side and a finished side. Have one of these for each student. As students complete papers in the to-do side, they place their completed work in the finished side. Color code the folders for easy student access and have kids place them in a predetermined pre location for you to grade. Um, now, also create one master classroom information binder to include all of your students. This is the most user-friendly and most portable as you can take it on field trips, emergency drills, and so forth. Your binder should hold school contacts, phone numbers and names of staff members back at the school, 
roster of students, addresses, phone numbers, photo of each child, all types of permission slips, medical information, emergency card information. This is how I organized all my stuff and that's what worked for me. Um, you can also create individual binder notebooks that contain detailed information on each student, including, now I did see uh, one school that you had a binder for each student in their class and those binders every year went to the next teacher. So they had stuff, information from when the child first started at the school till they leave the school and they had to take those binders with them to their next class or the teachers um, sent them over to the next class. Um, and it had student photo, permission slips, medical information, address, phone numbers, all the things we list before, bus information, copy of the current IEP or summary sheet with goals and objectives, copy of the current eligibility, copy of current psychological assessments, copy of the current behavior intervention plan or treatment plan, but you might, you know, remember to keep these in locked file cabinets or cabinets locked to protect confidentiality. Alright, now next, break. If binders don't work for you, I I don't know, I tend to like that idea, but if if it, if you are if it is at all possible, you may want to break up with paper altogether. Make all your files digital as much as possible. On your computer, create a folder and name it with this school year. Uh, I have never done this because I liked using my binders and it has been many years ago. Uh, if I had stayed in the classroom, maybe I would have switched over to this option. I'm not sure, but on your computer, you can create a folder and name it with the school year. Then within this main folder, create separate folders for each type of resource you would normally save as a paper file. Um, use, use technology. Look for tech tools that simplify necessary work in your classroom and help reduce even more paper. There are dozens of free resources for teachers. Use them. Store items where they are used. Created work zones. Place all the necessary materials in or near each area. Keep subject areas together. Um, and then store your teacher materials out of sight. And if you need a little help with organization, you know, you can use your class volunteers to help put things back in, in an orderly way. You can, um, teammates or paraprofessionals, 
collaborate with colleagues on different organizational ideas, especially if they teach the same things you do. If you have team teaching, you know, they may, and if their classrooms are similar to your classroom, they may have ideas for organizing that you haven't thought of in your classroom. So that's a good resource. Uh, and like I said, there are some parents that have extra, extra great organizational skills. You might have a parent that would love to come and completely organize your classroom for you before school starts or during the summer or Christmas break. Um, you know, and teach your students to uh, how to organize um, because the better they are organized, the better you will stay organized and the better they will learn. Um, and then take pictures of your classroom and all the organizational spaces. Once your room is organized, those pictures will help you remember seating arrangements, center setups, um, post those pictures so that the students can remember what each area should look like so that they can also put things back where they go. All right, guys, those are, hopefully I'm not talking too fast. I put all of this stuff down on paper. I make notes so that I can get these out to you. And uh, I, so sometimes I may talk really, really fast, but these are all ideas that I hope are very, very helpful to you. I love organization. I love being organized. And as when I was a teacher, I loved, um, it was so helpful. It was just so helpful to be able to find everything I need in a timely manner and uh, not have to always be searching for everything I needed uh, and just having it at the, my fingertips. All right, guys, thank you for watching and thank you for listening to the podcast and I will see you on the next one.